How's it going, everyone? My name is Mojo Miyagi, and this is episode one of Consistently Coding. Uh, episode one's titled, Why Are You Learning to Code? Um, this is uh, definitely your first time probably viewing this, probably seeing this uh, at, on Twitch at all. But um, again, uh, this is called Consistently Coding, and my name is Mojo. Uh, first of all, let's get it out of the way. Um, the reason why I'm... Uh, doing this podcast is because I am someone who is currently learning how to code in hopes of becoming a full stack developer one day. So I've actually started uh, this process way back in 2018 and then life happened and long story short, I jumped back into it um, last year in November. But, um, but yeah, so this episode today is going to be a quick introductory episode, uh, kind of just explaining exactly um, kind of like my background, uh, who I am, why I started to take on this journey of learning how to code, um, exactly what this podcast is about, and then uh, ultimately answering the question, um, why, why am I learning how to code or why should you learn how to code? So... Um, going back, uh, my name's Mojo. Um, I've been, uh, started to learn to code really back in November of, uh, last year. And I actually really started to, um, do this journey, uh, back in 2018. And, uh, back then I was kind of like a, uh, something I saw online, uh, ad popped up about, uh, becoming a web developer. And I decided to kind of take the path of going that route. Uh, then my wife, uh, had our baby girl and, uh, a lot of different things started coming up such as, uh, I need to work more. Um, I wanted to, uh, just get some more money and uh, I started working uh, two full-time jobs. And from then on, the path of becoming a web developer kind of uh, faded away a little bit. And uh, I didn't regret it at the time because when my daughter was born and you know, I had, um, had more responsibilities with my two other kids too, um, you know, I really didn't think about web development because I was just so motivated about working and really um, working two full-time jobs or 80 hours a week, um, at least 60 hours a week can be difficult. Um, I'm sure most of you out there are probably working two jobs right now and I feel for you, man. It's not the easiest thing, um, but there is some kind of motivation when you have a, a newborn baby and you got kids and your girl dependent on you. Um, there were times where it wasn't that bad. Um, at least that's what I thought. Um, I was working, um, in the, uh, hospital and then I was also working in retail and it was just a, uh, a combination that worked with my schedule at the time. 
Uh, specifically, I'm a pharmacy technician. That's my nine to five. And then I got another pharmacy technician job in the hospital. Uh, and I would pretty much leave my day job from, um, I think I left at like 2.30 in the afternoon, clocked in at 3.30 at the hospital, and then I would leave anywhere from like 11 to 1. And I did that for about a year, and then about a year and a half in, uh, I kind of started changing my schedule. Uh, I cut my hours because it just got way out of hand. It was a, it was a lot. And um, I tried different um, different ways. You know, my managers were always really helpful and nice, and they were always willing to help me out. And um, at the hospital, I tried doing different things like, um, you know, working more hours on the weekend or coming in uh, super early, uh, you know, cleaning the IV rooms and um, doing things like that as far as um, trying to make it work. And ultimately, uh, it just didn't pan out. I didn't uh, feel like I was spending enough time with my family and I needed to figure something out. So um, after about a year and a half, I left that job and I started a lawn business and I was pretty much just mowing uh, grass and doing simple landscaping jobs around my area uh, near my home, probably about with a radius of like 10 miles or not even like a radius of like five, five to seven miles from my, uh, my area. And, um, I actually really enjoyed that job. Um, it was definitely a learning experience, you know, running your own, uh, you know, side business is, uh, enjoyable, but it's also difficult at the same time. So now it's, uh, 2021 and I was mowing grass and doing the side business for, uh, coming up on a year, a little more than a year. And, um, it was good. I was at the point where, um, I had, I met the customer amount that I wanted to, to have. I set a goal from the very beginning when I started my business to only get anywhere from 20 to 30 customers. And I reached that goal within a year. And, um, it definitely was kind of now the same thing as when I worked at the hospital, you know, at the, when I worked at the hospital between my nine to five and then going there at night, it was pretty much like, I see my kids early in the morning, um, finish work. And then by the time I get home, they're already sleeping. So there would be some days where it's like, I don't even see them. Uh, then I started the lawn business and it was great. I was able to, uh, you know, work and then mow grass, but at least I had some time for like dinners, uh, eating breakfast with my kids, um, on the weekends. If I finished the day, we, I would at least have the night, uh, to hang out with my family. But, uh, as most of you know, um, some of you probably work in like, uh, labor intensive jobs, um, that takes a toll on your body. And so a year in the business of, um, of mowing grass, um, I kind of reached the point I met my goal for my customers and I was driving home. Um, I just mowed five or six yards. Um, and I'm a solo operator. I wasn't, uh, willing to expand yet. Um, just because I don't want to jump the gun and kind of 
jump right into starting my own business a hundred percent. Um, cause I still have my nine to five. I was just doing the lawn business on the side. But, um, one day, uh, last year in October, you know, I finished mowing, uh, about five yards, uh, pretty much an easy day, uh, to be honest, uh, just straight mowing, but it was Halloween and I got done mowing and I was on my way home and I just saw, you know, parents, moms, and dads taking their kids out and, um, you know, getting ready to go trick-or-treating. And I was just driving home and I was like, just so tired of physically tired. Like, man, I don't even know if I can like go and take my little girl trick-or-treating right now. And, um, just having that, that kind of feeling of like being that physically drained, it, it sucks. And I was driving home. I had the, had my mower in the back, you know, um, I, uh, I was just driving home thinking about this and I was like, damn, you know, I don't know if, if this is the way I want to go, especially, you know, um, again, it was just due to, to spending time with my family. I didn't know exactly what, um, what to do. I just knew that I didn't like it. I wanted to kind of just go home like, and work a normal day and then just have the rest of my day with my kids. And then even just to do other things. Like I love writing, I love creating things. And, um, that's kind of where I was at. So that was October of 2021. Um, and I talked talked it over with my wife and I started thinking about, um, web development again around this time because it was when, uh, Facebook announced, uh, they were changing their name to, uh, meta. So of course y'all saw that, um, that, uh, promotional video, whatever, uh, Mark Zuckerberg released where he's talking about meta and his whole vision. And really, uh, in addition to my last day of mowing on Halloween and driving home and seeing that that transition of Meta or them changing it and him giving his whole outlook of everything, you know, I really started to think, um, you know, maybe I should give uh, programming another another shot. And mainly it was just because I really enjoyed the lawn business, um, especially with the amount of growth. I'm here in Florida, so the grass is always growing. There's always going to be a need for that. But um, I just was trying to think of, like, the future of it. I don't know, you know, who knows? There could be robots mowing the yard in, uh, you know, in the next 20 years. I mean, technology is changing very fast. And not only that, but the um, pricing of competitors. Uh, when you look at it, at least for me as a solo operator, there were times where I'd be driving around in my truck and, um, you know, I gave a fair price and, uh, definitely even under, uh, what some companies would do. But then of course there's another, uh, company or another solo operator who's willing to do it like half of what I'm willing to do it for. So that's just something that um, I didn't really have the time to kind of uh, 
really think about what I was going to do. Uh, meaning if I was really going to dive, like continue with my lawn business, I would have to go all in. So, um, so with that and with thinking about technology because of Facebook and, uh, really also just cause I've, it was kind of, I kind of felt like I was missing something. I felt like I was, uh, I had something incomplete as far as like not even trying, which is uh, software development. So I kind of talked it over with my wife and I decided to go ahead and uh, give web development another shot. So since November, I've been using various resources, tutorials, and um, uh, mainly free code camp as my main resource to learn uh, front-end web development. So that is pretty much my main goal as of right now. And um, I guess I kind of jumped right in there. I apologize. I was like a little nervous doing this at first, but now that I started talking, I, I kind of realized that I just like talk super fast. But um, so yeah, uh, that's kind of like a little background story as, as far as like why I started to learn how to, wanted to learn how to code. Um, and yeah, I'm just going through right now um, JavaScript and that's where things really started to pick up as far as um, uh, learning. And um, if you are someone who's learning how to code right now, um, depending on what stage you're at, um, it can be very frustrating. But um, I think uh, this is one, one reason why I'm actually doing the podcast is because uh, I hit JavaScript and it was just uh, one, one, as soon as I started doing like the algorithms and, you know, doing like real programming problems, um, I kind of quickly realized that I need to kind of slow things down to really understand the fundamentals of JavaScript. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, and I hope to continue. Um, so exactly what is this podcast about? Um, pretty much the way this podcast is going to be is pretty much, I'm just going to really kind of rant riff about my week and then, um, kind of just given talk about something that has to relate to, uh, computer programming, but not only that, as far as like the technical aspects, but really just mainly towards productivity and trying to stay focused. And I want to share, um, what has worked for me as far as staying focused and more importantly, things that have not worked for me. So that way, if you're thinking about doing this kind of thing, um, hopefully it can help you not waste time because at the end of the day, that's when you're learning to code, um, that's one thing that can be very stressful is the fact that you're investing so much time to learn a new skill and you really don't know what the outcome is. I mean, that's kind of what it is in everything that you do in life is that you, we never know what the outcome is going to be when we put effort into something. But the good thing is, is I think with software development and web development, um, just by doing a few Google searches, you can see that it's definitely a possibility. If you learn this skill and can show that you know what you're doing, um, 
it's possible. I mean, you can look it up right now. Um, there are so many stories on uh, free code camp, uh, people who have graduated from boot camps, uh, people who uh, just have are one hundred percent self taught. Um, on Twitter is a, one place where that really uh, keeps me inspired. Is uh, you see a lot of people sharing their uh, profiles or GitHub profiles or their websites, and uh, you can see from the very beginning of they literally share what they have done, and now they're working as uh, full-time software developers. So that's actually one thing. If you are thinking about um, trying to do this or getting into uh, web development, definitely uh, you know uh, get into the uh, web development um, Twitter area because uh, you meet a lot of really great people and can kind of see what everyone's um, how everyone is helping each other. So, um, sorry, I'm uh, looking at my note card here and I kind of flew past like the, uh, the main section of this episode, but, um, but that's okay. Um, so exactly, uh, um, one thing, I guess I'll share a little about myself cause I kind of just started talking about, you know, why I'm learning to code. Um, when I'm not coding, I enjoy spending time with my family and I'm someone who also likes to write and create things, uh, such as like YouTube videos, which, um, if you look at my YouTube, there's literally no videos on there right now, but I have since last year been like experimenting with vlogs and different kinds of videos. And, um, yeah, today is, uh, the official day where like, I'm going to stop doing that as far as like making something and deleting it. Um, so, so yeah, uh, if you're watching this video, let me know down in the chat. If you watch, end up watching this on YouTube or if you join the chat later, let me know if you are, you yourself are someone who is a creative person and, uh, kind of what, what do you do to, uh, keep yourself motivated as far as stopping yourself from creating something and then immediately erasing it. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I do right now. I work and spend time with my family and I'm try to code as much as possible. So, um, as far as this podcast, uh, in the future, um, I'm going to be, uh, again, just kind of talking about my week, uh, talking about things that are helpful as far as productivity. And then, um, if there's something that I feel that really interested me, um, as far as that, I, I think other people could find helpful or something that maybe I got stuck on while I was learning to code for that week. Um, I'll be talking about the technical aspects of exactly, exactly what I'm, uh, learning at the time. Um, as far as the schedule, uh, every episode will be recorded on Sunday at 9:30 PM. And, um, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much, pretty much it for the, uh, schedule. Um, so, all right. So now you're probably thinking, okay, all right, Mojo, you said you were, uh, coding since November and it's already June. 
shouldn't you be getting hired already? Because if you YouTube things, uh, YouTube, you know, how quickly can I become a software developer? That's something that pops up. Some people get a job at three months, six months, a year. But I think the the attention grabber is definitely um, switching careers and making like $100,000 after a week or so. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not... I definitely believe that's possible. Um, I mean, I've definitely seen people on YouTube who have gotten a job within that short amount of time frame. And uh, I apologize. I'm sorry to say I'm definitely not one of those people. Um, you know, um, I think what it is is... Um, that can be a very difficult thing. Like it's really just everything goes back to time, right? Um, how much time are you willing to invest to learning a skill? And to be completely honest right now, um, I don't have a lot of time as far as years, but I am right now, you know, making a sacrifice as far as, um, you know, being able to sacrifice and uh, being able to kind of just invest at least I would say for me personally a year of time to learning how to code and but to be completely honest right now um, the main thing I'm focusing on is uh, my system uh, systems as far as uh, putting systems in place to build a new habit. And if this sounds familiar, you've probably read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, and that's a really great book. If you're someone who has been kind of trying to learn a new skill, but you end up stopping and starting and quitting again and starting again, um, definitely check out this book, Atomics ha Atomic Habits. Um, it's really gives straightforward um, information as far as, uh, giving you actionable steps that you can put into place to start building a daily habit of whatever you're trying to do. So, um, that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now is really just solidifying the, um, steps of coding every day. Um, of course I think about, um, you know, am I going to get a better career out of this? Am I going to, you know, is this going to pan out the way that I think it's going to be at the end of the year? Um, I don't know. And I've also thought about, uh, worst case scenarios where, you know, I, I, that doesn't happen. And what would I do if it doesn't happen? And to be completely honest, um, at this time, if, if it doesn't happen, I really am going to try to push myself to continue moving forward. And really it's just because, um, you know, even if that means I have to go back and fire up the mower again and work, uh, my full-time job and, and invest more time into my lawn business, uh, start that back up. Um, I'm okay with that. As long as I can commit maybe an hour a day to coding, um, past 2020, I guess past, uh, uh, 2022 or 2023, um, you know, I've talked, 
talked it over with my family and um, I'm willing to do that, man. I'm really, uh, at this point, it's been a few months of uh, going back and forth of like, is this even worth it kind of talk. And um, I think it really is, Um, you know, not just about making a career change or um, learning a new skill, but I think it it is important for um, for a lot of reasons. Um, If you have kids, uh, the way I look at it is that technology is changing every day. The way that the world, the Internet is just think of if you were um, I'm. I'm 33 right now. And when I was 18, you know, we literally had dial up, you know, I, if you were on the internet, um, nobody could even call your house. Like I can't remember, uh, my good friend, uh, Beatron, he would, you know, be, he, I'd see him the next day at school. He's like, dude, I've been calling you since after school. Like, uh, you know, yes, like a week ago. And I'd be, and I'd have to think, I'd be like, oh, damn, we left the internet on. So that's how things really worked back then. And now we all have a phone. The <laughs> we're up to like what five G now. Um, it's just crazy how how quickly things have changed. And I, I mean, I guess that's not quickly because it's been years, but just seeing the advancement within uh, that time frame is pretty amazing. So. To be honest, in my personal opinion, I feel that coding and software development and just that whole process of being able to read and understand code, I feel like that's going to be something that's going to be, I'm like repeating myself a lot, but I feel like that's going to be something that is fundamental and something that is going to be needed to be taught in schools for, you know, the younger generations. Um, I got two older kids right now and... I think they do have, uh, you know, computer programming classes, but I think it's more of like an extracurricular. So at least in my experience, I don't think um, that's like a fundamental core class. But my personal opinion is I feel like it is going to become that uh, within the next 10, 15 years. So which answers uh, the question again, why are you learning code? And for me, I'm doing it not just for to learn a new skill hopes of getting a a, changing a career in the future if that happens uh you know making more money that'd be nice but um for me my number one reason is because i don't want to be like that dad where my my little girl or my baby boy comes up to me and they show me a problem And it's not like math where it's like math. It's like, okay, uh, I did that years ago. Let me try to remember it. But I don't want to be shown an algorithm on JavaScript if that's a fundamental thing or uh, even if it's in a different language. I I don't want to be the the guy that's like, uh, I don't even know what what is the point of a semicolon. I don't even know what is, like, why is it let? Why are they saying let instead of var or um, what is console.log? What is it really talking about when they're saying return statement? I don't even know these fundamental things. So for me, why are you learning to code? Why am I learning to code? That's my number one reason is because I don't want to look like an idiot when my kids come up to me and they're asking me to help them with their homework in computer programming class. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, 
that's probably the number one reason for me is, uh, you know, I just want to be somewhere in the loop when those questions come. Um, and to be honest, I think, I think that's, uh, that's pretty much all my reasons, man. Uh, I want, well, actually another reason kind of talk rambled about it already, but, um, yeah, I just want to keep my mind sharp too. Um, programming for, for, I would say a lot of people is not the easiest thing to do, especially once you get to the algorithms and, uh, data structures and all that. Um, you know, uh, I read articles all the time about, uh, like Alzheimer's and mental, uh, you know, uh, brain development disorders. And, you know, as you age, that's just something that's kind of like out of your control. So, um, I mean, there's not a lot you can do, but I, I, by learning how to code, I feel like it's, I'm at least trying to give an effort of keeping my mind sharp, being able to, to write, um, code and think about that thinking about something differently than I do from my ordinary, um, day to day, um, you know, my ordinary day to day, uh, you know, when you sit down and try to learn how to code, you're thinking you're stuck on problems and you're really just trying to understand something that, you know, that you're not really, um, taught ever. So unless you of course go to school for it. But, um, that's, that's another reason why I'm, I'm learning how to code. Um, let me know in the chat if, why you're learning how to code. Um, uh, let me know if you are, are doing this for your family, for yourself, or just for fun. Um, I would really love to hear why, what your reasons are. Um, also, um, yeah, uh, also this is, uh, again, the Consistently Coding Podcast, which is going to be uh, recorded live every Sunday at 9.30. Man, today was all over the place. Um, I apologize. But um, I'm going to get it together. Might not come out. I feel like uh, you guys know like those dog races uh, when that, that bell rings and those dogs just like fly out that little kennel. I feel like that's how I kind of started today. And now that's all I'm thinking about. So... I probably am not going to do that anymore. You need to slow it down. But, um, but man, if you're watching this, I really appreciate y'all's time checking out this channel, checking out this podcast. If you're listening to this on audio in the future, um, I'm going to try to think of different ways of what to do this podcast, but, um, I really do appreciate your y'all's time. Um, and if I keep this going, you know, it's not going to be all just about coding. Um, I hope to do this enough times where I recognize people here on Twitch where we kind of at least get to even know some of y'all. And uh, I, I would really love to to share how my week went and um, hopefully get to get to know some of y'all in the in the uh, social media, Twitch, Twitter, all that Um that's like one thing I've been doing this weekend is just looking at all these, um, different streams on Twitch. It's pretty amazing. Uh, the community, cause you know, you know, being new to this, um, 
I've been looking at like, of course, the the popular Twitch streams, but also I've been scrolling down to seeing, uh, you know, the the other channels that have, you know, under a hundred viewers. Um, but it's pretty. I like seeing that too because I I really see that they interact with their their viewers, um, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. You know, I've I've always seen. Uh, my son will sometimes watch Twitch and, uh, you know, I've been asking him a lot of questions about it, but, uh, it's pretty amazing. I always thought that, you know, I guess I just never even thought about it. I was always thinking about, uh, YouTube and stuff, but, um, which by the way, I do have a YouTube as well. Uh, feel free to check that out. I'm going to be, uh, doing some more videos as far as like vlogs and, uh, maybe some reviews of uh equipment that i'm using that might be able to help someone out help you out if you're thinking about doing this kind of thing as well which um i guess one question i'll i'll answer is uh, why are you why am i even doing this uh podcast uh to be honest and why do i even have this uh channel on twitch anyway and to be honest of course i i hope to get um, people actually listening to this podcast in the future, but to be completely honest, I, I am using Twitch too, as just a way to track my progression. So if you're someone who's, uh, learning how to code and, um, you're kind of maybe just like kind of becoming numb to the 100 days of code, which is in my opinion, one of the best things ever, like doing that 100 days of code hashtag on Twitter is so inspirational and uh, it's definitely helped me stay on track um, as far as as more before when I didn't do the 100 days of code. It really does add accountability. But um, if you're kind of at the point where, uh, like, unfortunately, like me, where you kind of messed up, you've taken more than a week off. Uh, yeah, you can't take a week. Off. In my opinion, I don't think you can take a week off and then continue the 100 days of code. Um, I've done that like two times this year, two or three times. And, uh, today I'm actually restarting 100 days of code, uh, day one with this podcast. But, um, yeah, I would say use all the resources, man. Do, do a podcast just so you can kind of talk about your experience. Um, you know, it's even me just like writing out this little note card, thinking about things to talk about, um, kind of help me reflect about like one of the most important things is like, why are you even going to invest the time of doing this? And just thinking about that topic today, uh, kind of, kind of, uh, reminded me that, uh, you know, it's time to get working, man. It's, it's time to, uh, really focus in on what the ultimate goal is, whatever that goal is for you. So, um, I really wish y'all the best of luck. I hope that, um, if you are in the middle of learning how to code right now, maybe you're just a few months in and you're getting a little discouraged, uh, really, uh, just keep on logging into your computer and, uh, and do it one day at a time. And, uh, definitely, uh, check out that if you're looking for something to read the atomic habits, it's, uh, really, uh, helped me out a lot as far as just taking the stress away of like, like I said before, thinking about the the outcome more, uh, can be stressful. So after reading this book, 
I've been able to kind of like switch my mind to just really focusing on the system and um, of just building a habit of daily coding, which makes it way more enjoyable, way less stressful. And uh, yeah, uh, going back to uh, to Twitch though, um, yeah, if if you are uh, kind of like looking for additional ways to kind of stay keep track and stay accountable. Uh, to 100 days of code, I would say just stream on on Twitch, um, just to kind of see what exactly you're doing. Um, I before I created a new uh, channel and deleted my old one uh, specifically because I just wanted to start fresh with this podcast. And um, but before that, I had another one, another channel where I would just uh, stream my screen and uh, no video no audio um sometimes i'd put music in the background um and but just be sure you you know you credit the source or make sure the source allows you to do uh music on streaming platforms but anyway um yeah it's just that 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 too is kind of cool to see like when you log in and um maybe you're not thinking about coding for the day but then you just t- swipe on your phone and you look and you see that, man, I've been coding like every single day. It just says like eight hours ago you were streaming and then you look and you can see that you're, you got a kind of like a, a track record of, uh, of your coding sessions for the month. Uh, and it kind of, it motivated me at least to just like not want to break that, that habit. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld is, uh, famously quoted for his, um, his uh writing schedule which is uh he writes every day and uh he's famously quoted for saying like don't don't break the chain because he would always have a um calendar where he would put an x every day that he would write and he would kind of just say like my my uh job is to just like not break that chain of writing every day so uh it's kind of like the same thing quote with coding um but yeah so, all right, so that is um, pretty much like all I really wanted to talk about as far as uh, this first episode. Again, sorry for the ums, sorry for the uhs, uh, sorry for talking too fast. I apologize ahead of time, but it's my first episode. This is going to be a lot better as time goes on, um, but uh, thank you so much for checking out this podcast um, again, we're going to be doing, I'm going to be doing uh, live recordings of this podcast episode, uh, every Sunday. And then I'll just, uh, release the, uh, the official version with maybe a nice introduction. Um, and I might cut some things out depending on how I feel, but, um, uh, and then that will be released maybe Monday or Tuesday on other, uh, platforms. Uh, I've, I'm thinking about using anchor. I've heard really good things about anchor and I, I heard on, uh, one of their ads on Spotify that you can actually use Spotify's music on anchor. So, uh, let me know in the comments below if, if any of you have your own podcast that you use anchor and, uh, let me know what your experience is. Uh, should I not use anchor? Should I use something else? Is it worth paying money to use those other platforms that, um, you know, you gotta pay like $20 a month or something, but, um, all right, so since this is consistently coding, 
um, one thing that I've been doing is um, pretty much I just take the uh, free code camp. Uh, free code camp for those of you who aren't familiar is a platform where you can learn to code for free. And it's really amazing, man. All the information they provide, um, pretty much you have a left side window where they're talking about the topic uh, and then the specific lesson. And then on the right side, you're able to code. They give you a task and you need to execute that task. And then at the very end of each section or the um, after the end of completing a few sections, you have a, uh, a set of projects to complete. Um, I haven't, I've done the HTML and CSS, uh, but really I wasn't happy with my project. So I scrapped that and I'm starting again. And, um, oh, and before I forget, um, if you're, if you're ever just wanting to code and, uh, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter, uh, subscribe to this channel. Cause I am going to, uh, pretty much continue streaming every day. Um, so it'd be really cool to meet some of y'all who are, are kind of doing this, uh, taking on this journey. I'd, I would really love to meet some of y'all, um, you know, uh, say hello in the chat. Um, really it's just going to be kind of like not a study with me, but I'm just going to be coding free code camp lessons. And then as soon as I start working on my own projects, I'm going to, uh, start doing that too. But right now I'm actually going back. I've done the, um, not the whole basic, the, the whole JavaScript and data structures, uh, certification, but I completed like the first, I think it was four, um, sections of that. And the first one was the basic JavaScript, which has like 123 lessons. And, uh, the first round that I, the first time I went through that, I immediately jumped to the next three or four sections after that. And then as soon as I got to the problem solving, uh, learning more about algorithms. Um, uh, like I said, previous, like I said before, I think I already talked about, it, but, pre um, pretty much I realized that I need to go back and, uh, solidify those fundamentals. So that's exact, exactly what I'm doing right now is I'm going to be reworking those, uh, JavaScript lessons. I actually just completed doing that. The very first basic JavaScript section, um, a couple days ago but I'm going to go ahead and continue doing that this week. And then I bought a Udemy course on uh, Git and GitHub. I want to get really familiar with that because I want to start building that as well. Um, so with that being said, um, which is one of the phrases that I'm not going to say over, uh, I feel like when I was doing YouTube videos before, um, I would always say that like with that being said, so I'm going to try to come up with something else. But, um, so yeah, with free code camp, I pretty much just turned the, the uh, the lessons on the left-hand side into flashcards. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to pick three, I'm going to shuffle these cards up a little bit and I'm going to pick three cards where I'm going to answer, um, if they even make sense. So just randomly picking three. Sometimes I write uh, just like the examples too to get uh, familiar with some as far as like, uh, you know, for example, if they say uh, write a program that, that uh, what do you call it, 
that reverses a string or something. Sometimes I'll just do that. So anyway, um, I, f I found three cards. I'm going to go ahead and read these three questions. Um, and if you're there in the chat or if you're watching this later, I'll pause a little bit. See if you can answer these questions yourself. How do you access the sub properties of objects? Um, so I believe the way you would access the sub properties of an object is by using the bracket system, right? The sub properties. So, oh, either using a bracket notation or dot notation. Um, so for example, if you have an object that has uh, an object name like cell phone and then underneath that you have or I guess one okay the directory if you have an object that says directory then you have a bunch of other um, uh, array of objects right uh, that have uh, each contact um, so you have a first name last name phone number uh, if you wanted to access a specific object within a specific person in that directory, which is the object, um, you would just use uh, the object name. So it would be like directory and then bracket notation, um, uh, the contact name or whatever the property is. But pretty much, uh, so how do you access the sub properties of objects? By either using dot notation or bracket notation. And um, let's see, I wrote, by chaining together the dot or bracket notation. Okay, so I would think that's correct. All right, next question here is, how can you access nested arrays in an object? Okay, so accessing nested arrays. Um, accessing nested arrays, you would use bracket notation. Um, you would go, so if it's a nested array, that means an array within an array. Uh, you would do like the um, object name and then depending what, how it's indexed. So arrays are zero base indexing, right? So if you wanted to get the second one, um, that would be like the name uh, bracket one. And then if you wanted to get something inside that array, which is one, um, if you wanted to get to the third item, you would do uh, uh, another bracket with two because it's zero base indexing. So let's see by using chained arrays bracket notation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So by using chained array bracket notation, the example here is our pets zero dot names one. So here's an example of one. I don't know. Can you see this? By using chained array brackets, our pets zero dot arrays. Wait, dot names one. Sorry, I'm gonna go ahead and say that was wrong. What I said, I kind of had the idea, but uh, that's why I'm doing this podcast. I'm trying to be able to verbalize and communicate better. All right, here is the last question of the night. What is type coercion? Um, this type coercion, I think I know this one. Type coercion is when uh, you have an equality operator. Um, say you're using the uh, equality operator equals equals and you're doing a, 
you're writing out your conditional. Say if it's like uh, the number three equal equals the string three, um, what would that return? That would return true because type coercion in JavaScript will actually convert the string three into the three, number three, and it will return a value of true. Whereas if you use a strict, um, a strict equality operator, equal, equal, equals, um, it would return false because it would say that um, the string three is not the same. So here's the answer that I wrote down. All right, so what is type coercion? When JavaScript converts one data type to another using equality operator equal equal versus strict equality e operator equal equal equal, which does not convert one data type to another. I'm going to go ahead and say that was right. All right, so that is it for tonight. Um, I really want to say thank you so much to everyone again for the millionth time. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, if you like this video, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button. If you're watching this on stream, please, on Twitch, um, please subscribe to the channel. Um, uh, next time, if you if you end up watching this channel again, uh, say hello in the chat, man. I would love to get to know some of y'all. Um, and let me know more specifically, no matter what platform you're on, watching this or listening to this to, uh, what are you focusing on right now? Uh, it doesn't have to be computer programming. Let me know what skill are you trying to uh, get better at or is there a job or a skill that you've, you've been kind of curious about but you're kind of scared to uh, take the jump to even uh, invest some time. And let me know what your plan is as far as uh, what new skill you want to learn and what first step you're going to be taking in order to uh, begin that journey. So thanks so much, everyone. I'm Mojo Miyagi, and this is the Consistently Coding Podcast. I hope you all have a great week. And again, thanks so much for checking out the channel. Have a great night.